0: Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the cake. The voice of the cake. The voice of the cake.
1: Assalamualaikum wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with your with education in our program with your hosts this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. Uh, just before we continue with the next segment, a reminder to our listeners that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913, our SMS line 47913. Now I acknowledge the SMS from 5998 saying we're still waiting on the news of the general salary increase. Uh, Do stay tuned to the program called Education in Daba. There isn't really any movement uh, as regards to that but we will give you an update in terms of what is happening with the wage negotiations within the public service. Um, then um, before I do The next SMS let me greet our Host that we have in studio and That is Meryl uh, uh, She's the principal at Capella House in Komeki mm-hmm. and She's also an ECD specialist That is early childhood development uh, Meryl a very good evening to you
2: Good evening and thank you for having me here
1: uh, It's a pleasure Meryl thanks for being with Us now Meryl before we get into our discussion There's an SMS here which came in from 7297 And it says Saram am currently studying level 4 and word is going around that level 5 at the college's Will no longer be available Is this true? Maybe we could just start There quickly.
2: Okay, I will um, It's not true uh, DBE are definitely Promoting level 5 to level 6 Ultimately feeding it in In a career pathway To B. Ed Qualification for Foundation phase.
1: Okay, excellent Thanks very much for that. Now we are going to be speaking About ECD, early childhood Development this evening. If you have any questions Or comments for us here in the studio As we said, you can send us your Comment then via the SMS line which is four seven nine one three. The SMS line four seven nine one three. Now Middle, where do we start the whole discussion around ECD very quickly?
2: Oh a difficult one at this stage. <laughs> <date. laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: I I think uh, with the restructuring in the departments at the moment currently, mm-hmm. um I'm not too sure what it's gonna look like, but uh the, Basic education is looking at the ECD director. It's all moving into Department of Social Development. Mm-hmm. And what that's going to do to us, I'm, I'm not quite sure. The grade R element of early childhood development, which is your five to six-year-olds, will then be included in foundation phase and managed through DBE. Mm-hmm. Um, but previously we had our own directorates of ECD, which supported learning programmes, developing of learning, pro- learning programmes for the 0 to 4 year olds, which I think they will continue to do for the Department of Social Development. I think mainly my concern is that we will not have qualified educators managing those implementations of learning programs in the Department of Social Development.
1: Okay, but so currently, if I understand you correctly, then within the Western Cape Education Department, you have qualified educators who is responsible then for grade R and the ECD. But if the, the intention to move ECD to the Department of Social Development, they don't have qualified educators. They've got practitioners uh, of some sort, And therefore, your fear is that they, they might, the, ch- the children might then uh, not suffer, but there might be a challenge in that regard.
2: Uh, very much so, because you need an educational background with a bit of psychology, a bit of content knowledge around child development. Uh, And the naught to four years are intrinsic to our brain development. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have the right stimulation, our children aren't going to be ready, as they say, school readiness. I don't really like the term. I like life ready. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very, very necessary to go into your pre-grade R and your grade R here. So it leaves us with a, a bit of a... Uh, I don't know what one could call, call it—a uh, break, uh, yeah. a gap—and mm-hmm. like, what 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 does it represent?
1: Okay. Yes, sir maybe just a quick comment uh, from your side. Okay, Maf.
3: Yes, Shukran Ridwan, I think you know this is very important, we must all take heed of this I don't think you know on hearing it verbally we see the entire impact that it's going to have. Currently our grade odds, um, and for most of them they are doing quite well because they are managed by an ECD coordinator, there is an IMG attached to this coordinator and we have an actual branch at each district and within WCD a directorate for early childhood development which means we have curriculum that links to grade 1 we have support services I do out each at a grade R um, institution out in the retreat area, we have assessed all our grade R's, we know what the um, developmental delays are we've written programs and interventions to both assist the educator and you know the support team and how to move this children forward so when they go to grade one the level of support has lessened to the extent where we just kind of watch over them and see if the interventions has taken place and has been consolidated by removing these people and by by that effect as well you are removing the support services that go with it we're leaving our children to fight for themselves and having them move over to the Department of Social Development there is no means for us to track them there is no means of of us um, you know providing support and intervention we now leave them to their own graces which means when they hit grade one we start this process all over again which means all that years of experience building a curriculum looking at the best ways um, and writing a curriculum that actually looks at the child holistically we're looking at um, our physical development we're looking at our neuro development cognitive development all that that is encompassed in our grade R curriculum, which effectively feeds into grade one. We're removing all that, and we're leaving the child to fight for themselves. Grade one.
1: Okay, Yasira, I'm going to take a break and pause very quickly just to absorb everything that Yasira had said. middle, maybe just to comment on what Yasira was saying.
2: Um, yes, uh, it's absolutely relevant what she's saying, and I think the most important part of that is that by uh, grouping it together under foundation phase which is the correct element to take from a curriculum point of view but the methodology is entirely different to teaching children in grade r that your six-year-old your six-year-old needs exploration it needs stimulation it needs a playful um knowledgeable environment to to work in which um the implementation of is very critical to the way the child adjusts to school, mm-hmm. um, how they gain their sub-skills to learning. It's, it's You don't go straight into learning ABC, you learn about position in space, you learn about your perceptual skills and you practice them to be able to know Direction and what form your letters are going to take, but that all comes from learning about shape. So, mm-hmm. writing isn't about uh, writing as such in letters, it's about shape and format and drawing, and we call that emergent writing. And I'm very fearful that that's going to be lost in a mini grade format, which we witness today, mm-hmm. even in our grade Rs, which actually um, subdues the will of learning because children. Are not age appropriately taught So they're taught at a grade 7 le- at a, Sorry, an age 7 level Before they have grounded In their sub-skills Of learning of the 5 to 6 year old
1: Okay, thanks for that middle On that note, we're going to go for a quick ad break And when we come back, we'll continue with the program Called Education in Daba Here on The Voice of the Cape Live from Cape Town This is The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. If you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by Meryl Furi, who is the principal at Capella House in Komeki, and she's also an ECD specialist. And We are chatting about ECD early childhood development. We've got a call online. Assalamu alaikum. Um, I just
0: have a question. Yes. I have a- Three year old. My son will be turning four this month, inshallah, in June. Inshallah. Um, however, he hasn't been to a daycare or Krishlaki. My granny. I mean, my mom looks after him. So I was wondering, is that a good thing? What is is it okay for us to delay him next year, maybe to go to school? Like, what is um, the lady's advice on that?
1: Okay, shukran uh, to the caller for that particular Thank question Wa salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh Okay, well this is the question, you know, uh, we, we're speaking ECD for example The question, uh, the lady's posing that her child is currently three years old sta- uh, Going on to four next month, uh, staying with the mother um, Is it, uh, you know, preferable to keep the child there and then at a the later stage next year Send the child to an ECD centre or when, when would be the appropriate time?
2: Um, that's that's an excellent question. Um, I think I as a mother myself and would have liked to have had the opportunity to have had my child have one-on-one um, interaction and communication, learning language, um, as long as the environment is um, stimulating that they have blocks to play with, uh, little puzzles to do, And lots of activities and interaction as far as emotional and social development is concerned. So if they're interacting with siblings or cousins um, and you make the effort to have play dates, um, I think most of the areas are covered in socializing your child. I think from an education point of view, reading stories, doing the things that we do as, as parents um, can be a very good grounding, but we need to conscientiously apply ourselves. If we're working parents, it's quite hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to support them, possibly with a pre grade R here, which is your, your um, five year old age, going into grade six would really, uh, uh, the six year old grade R group would really support your child.
1: Okay, thanks very much for that. And we have in studio with us Meryl Furi, who is an ECD Early Childhood Development Specialist and also the Principal at Capella House in Komeki. Now, we are speaking early childhood development. Now, Meryl, you used the word earlier emergent writing. And I think of the air, Yassira explained it to me. Um But can you just give our listeners an idea, you know, what is this thing emergent writing?
2: Um, yes, it's a, it's a fascinating concept, and it's the way all our children yeah. start to learn to become literate, in actual fact. Um, emergent writing is the squiggles and the shapes and the, the, well, scribbles that children make when they're starting to use crayons or chalk, um, cookies, uh, but we really like them to be using fat, um, okay. chubby crayons, which then enables them to to grip it nicely because they've still got those baby hands at the okay, age I, of three.
1: I remember that we used to call them fifth grit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. there we go. We, <laughs> we used to write those. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
3: that's right. That's
2: right. And where, any waste paper you have, and to to really steer clear from of looking at the colouring in process because the little children of three, four are not um, developmentally geared to be colouring in within lines. Um, it's a it's an activity they can start doing when they're five, six years of age. Um, and it's, it's about blending their shapes that they see in their world around them and they start to draw. And that is your emergent writing because your drawing then tells a story and the child tells you the story. And that is also where they begin to learn about stories. And when you ask them to describe a picture, That is their first storytelling experience, but it comes with the element of emergent writing, which is experimental on learning about shapes in their world and color. Of course, color is very important, Mm -hmm. um, and they generally go together. Um, And it's not about getting them to learn them off by heart. It's about getting them to experiment and explore and learn them with repeated discussions and enjoyment in the process.
1: Okay, now Meryl, and I speak under (coughs) correction, I'm also aware that you're very much involved with the ECD processes in Mfuleni, I think that is, is it Mfuleni that you're busy with? Yes, that's right. What's happening in the process that side?
2: Well, um, it's it's a very exciting project that I I work on um, with a foundation called SASDI and we currently have five uh, shack schools um, well, Two of them, three of them were Shack schools, but we've actually been able to do facility upgrades on them. And we have a very big centre now that operates as our resource centre for supplying like a toy library for Mm -hmm. our Shack schools. And we are working with a field worker in implementing a learning programme and an ECD model of management within these schools and supporting the practitioners who some of them are illiterate or have a minimal qualification of grade three or grade six uh, we're getting some young girls in with uh, coming out with matric which is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. awesome. and then we twin with learnerships and schools of best practice so, okay. so the, pra- the practitioner goes into a school sees big be- best practice experiences the see and do in the school and they come back and they have a better understanding of the theory. So we find teachers going and doing the practitioner work in, um, in the colleges for a learnership come back with a better idea of how to implement that theory that they've learned and we support them in managing that process
1: okay well we certainly want to wish everything of the best and obviously also you know with that particular project in felini but can i just ask for my own clarity now so we're speaking about children between the ages of naught to four that would be ecd and then five and six those are normally the ones in grade r and if you understand you correctly, where is the grade R learner now? Is the grade R learner regarded as being ECD, or is the grade R learner regarded as part of the foundation phase at the primary school? Okay.
2: <laughs> you know, the smile on your face. Now, currently at the, at the, the moment where we sit, if you if you follow the white paper from 1995, revised 2002, um, and the promise of compulsory grade R. By, the, by 2010, we would be in a better place in education as far as our literacy and mathematical scores at the end of foundation are concerned. Mm. But um, what, what is happening at the moment is that they've split it between uh, DBE, where our grade R's will hopefully eventually become compulsory in the system, because we have the anomaly of the grade R's not falling in any... Legislative uh, mm. document. So, seven years of age, which is grade one, is part of compulsory education. education falls under the Educators Act, and mm-hmm. um, so so that that is where they put. But six-year-olds are now coming in there into the grade R's, but it's it's not yet. Formally, a compulsory process. So you still have a lot of children, approximately 450,000 children in the country that are falling outside of that system. They might be lucky enough to be in a registered um, uh, Department of Social Development daycare center or creche where they, m- they are introducing learning programs as we speak, um, but They are not taught by qualified educators, so therefore they also have practitioners that have either completed a Level 1 and, if we're lucky, a Level 4 in those areas, which Mm -hmm. are not registered. um, Okay.
1: Just to remind our listeners that we have in studio with us Meryl Furry, who is an uh, ECD specialist, that is your early childhood development. Uh, if you have any questions or comments uh, for Meryl, you can participate in the program by sending us those via the SMS line to the number 47913. The SMS line 47913. Now there is an SMS here from 4323, it says, assalamu alaikum. I just tuned in now so I don't know if my question is relevant. I have a five-year-old daughter who has been in a Montessori education since two years old. She loves socializing and is good with shapes, colors, knows her numbers and letters, knows her initial sounds too. Okay, the system is just refreshing very quickly whilst I'm waiting at uh, the right. Here we go. Uh, just the speech, in my opinion, is delayed. We understand her some of the time when she speaks, but often have to ask her to slow down, keep eye contact, and repeat what she says. I'm going to say that, particular listener, we acknowledge that. Unfortunately, that would have been a question for <coughs> Naima Bawa Muhammad, uh, that is our speech and language therapist that we just had on the line. Uh, so you can maybe just give Naima a call on the 83 Two triple four triple two. The number again zero eight three. Two Now, middle. It's my attention. You know, back uh, to the whole issue around ECD. Um, so, currently, for example, we have grade R's, um, and as you said, you know, there's a whole restructuring process happening within the Western Cape Education Department. Uh, We're now at your district office. They are almost looking at taking away the ECD. Uh, And saying that those ECD must now fall under foundation phase Now we have foundation phase uh, coordinators or curriculum advisors They already have an enormous workload You know, what then is going to happen if they now add these Or is that not going to happen? That they are going to be part of the foundation phase
2: Um, As far as my understanding is concerned And and I'm open to correction if, if anyone knows in actual fact, what is happening? But my understanding currently is that the directorates will be closing down and that the, the, the foundation phase, IMGs, curriculum advisors, um, coordinators will be taking on the grade the responsibility R's. of the grade yeah.
1: R's. Okay. Uh, sorry, there's an SMS here from 2894 and it says, alaikum. does Merrill have any information regarding grade R practitioners and their future as teachers in schools it is extremely worrying to us as practitioners i don't know if you want to have a comment on that one
2: yes um it is you know um we had a, a very good pathway uh on the on the qualification framework at one stage but I don't know what happened uh, in the course of the last three or four years, but we started hitting a dead end so that people were doing level four and then weren't quite sure where they needed to go. Whereas now um, uh, 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 DHET are developing um, qualifications for um, for uh, ECD practitioners So you're looking at a level 4 Which then gives you a ECD certificate mm-hmm. And then a level 5 and a, le- a level 5 which will give you a diploma okay. Which is going a little bit back to where we used to be mm-hmm. um, And then once you've done that You will have a pathway to then enter into doing a B.Ed. degree okay. Which will then qualify you as a teacher But the aim, I think, of DBE is to have all grade R teachers um, qualified,
1: fully qualified um, teachers in B. ed. Okay, because now I'm aware that within the grade R, for example, you do have some. Qualified educators, and where those educators then vacate those positions, uh, the school does not replace that post with a qualified educator but rather with a grade R practitioner. And if I understand you correctly, there is then now plans by DHET to get all these practitioners in grade R to become qualified educators. That's right. Okay, now there's an SMS here from uh, 1875 it says, Assalamu alaikum, how do I know if my child is ready for grade one? She is five, turning six in November. She attends a registered grade R class. Shukran. Yasira, yes, maybe, uh, Maaf, quickly, Yasira. Yes, uh, can I just ask uh, this one if you could maybe just uh, comment on this one quickly?
3: Maaf, I didn't hear the question. Oh, Maaf, okay.
1: It says, How do I know if my child is ready for grade one? She is five, turning six in November. She attends a registered grade R class.
3: Well, she's not ready for grade one, read one because she's five turning six. She needs to be six turning seven. No, yes, grade She'll one. Right I thought, on. and And, you know, so she needs to spend another year in grade R. And I think middle earlier mentioned, you know, what we do um, from north to four, um, and here and there five, but what we do at six, and at six we are in grade R. And there we're looking at our emergence coming to form. So when we draw a person, we can see at what um, mental age the learners are. We can see, and Middle doesn't like this term, if they are school ready. Um, And we normally do a baseline assessment at the beginning of grade R. We track their performance throughout the year we provide support etc and so on but they are all learners six turning seven sending a child a year earlier to grade one will um, you know Elicit emotional and behavioral Problems because I cannot cope with the environment I'm not ready for the environment I'm not ready for a formal schooling System where you require me to Sit down, do a task and You know, follow rules etc and so on So my social and emotional development Is very pertinent to how I function At school and I think we always forget About this and we think our child is intellectually um, At a level where they can Do certain tasks that other learners can do Who are older than them so your child Must remain within the grade north north and then you know go to grade R next year and then the year after when they six turning seven seven go to go to grade one.
1: Okay, Shukran, for that Shukran yes, and do give me math. Okay, middle so um yeah, maybe you, I don't know. I'm not going to ask you to comment on, on that one. I think Yasira's really just adequately covered that particular discussion. Uh, but now, I, I know we met, I think it was on Thursday of this week. There are some challenges uh, within the ECD, you know, apart from the restructuring of the Western Cape Education Department. You know, are there, for example, uh, sufficient funding? I know there's maybe issues with regard to, you know, you spoke about the white paper and the curriculum, uh, but how does funding work uh, within the ECD if you have? Have and should all ECD centres be registered With the Department of Social Development
2: So the, the 0-4 part of your, your um, daycare centre Should be registered with DSD um, And they then qualify for a subsidy Depending on which area disadvantaged communities They also operate uh, around the appropriate quintiles In the amount of money that you receive um, parents receiving for DSD uh, deep subsidies have to earn together less than 3,000 rand.
1: So, so is this a, a parent can get a subsidy um, to send a child to an ECD center. Not a parent. Oh, the, the, the ECD the center. center. Okay. Uh, but then the, the who must earn less than 3,000 Rand?
2: The, the criteria that they base that subsidy on are parents earning less than 3,000 Rand.
1: Okay. So if you have a parent who earns less than 3,000 Rand and that learner is enrolled at an ECD center, then the ECD center would then qualify Qualifier. for a subsidy. Okay. Yasira is showing me a thumbs up. Then there's another SMS from 8311. It says Assalamu alaikum. Meryl, thanks for the program. In the early days, there were no grade R. When in sub A, I went to school with a slate, hard crayon, water, and a small cloth uh, rub out, we wrote on slates. Alhamdulillah, we passed to high standards. Shukran. Well, is a very big shukran there to our listeners for their participation to the program called Education in Daba here. On the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM stereo I think what the listener is saying, Meryl, is that, you know In the olden days, we didn't have even grade R's We just went to uh, sub A and then sub B and then to standard 1 And the system almost kind of worked in those days
2: It, it did, and I mean, I can remember having sand trays in my class, uh, classroom at that <laughs> age And I'm talking way back
0: <laughs> okay. And,
2: and uh, water play and that type of thing But unfortunately, the pressure of a, of a grade 1 curriculum has ruled out a lot of those interactive activities. So your child needs to be completely proficient in their ability to listen, to follow instructions, to complete a task. Now, we call these life skills, <laughs> but if they have not been exposed to a form of environment that's going to enable them in a staggered way of accommodating this and coping with it, um, they, they're going to fear education and they're going to fear failure um, coming into the system where there's so many things happening that are expected of them that they should be able to do and they can't do. So we're killing the love mm. of learning in our children. And we really, um, in, in many schools, not because people have any intent to... To not support children It's because of ignorance okay. And lack of understanding
1: All right. On that note we're going to go for a quick ad break And when we come back we'll continue With the program called Education in Daba Here on The Voice of the Cape <laughs> Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. And if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by Meryl Furi, who is the principal at Capella House in Komiki and also an ECD specialist, that is early childhood development. And that is our topic of discussion for this evening. Now, there is an SMS here from 9332, and the SMS uh, kind of puts a smile on my face. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Ridwan. It's Auntie Sumaya. Uh, is it necessary for a child to attend creche before? Going to school Now uh, that is Aunty Sumaya That is just uh, One of my neighbours uh, On the neighbourhood Watch thing Yassira you look so confused
3: Okay um, So <laughs> Sumaya Very
1: big shukran For the SMS uh, uh, I know Aunty Sumaya Makes uh, nice with sisters As well oh,
3: No so, you don't Give me mouth. I need to say this You know why I look confused Because you said The wrong name The and last then, and then, time Yes the last I Now just yes, give me maaf, uh, Aunty Sumaya
1: Not a problem <laughs> Now middle There's a question you know, Is it uh, necessary For a child To attend Kresh Before going to school
2: um, I think it depends on your home circumstances and what support you have in the home from an educational perspective yeah. to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we, what I would like to recommend is that children go to play groups where they start getting exposed to social interaction, language development, and a form of the educational play where they do creative activities, mm-hmm. painting, drawing, but it's all free. Um, it 's no formal instruction involved, um, and that you would sort of do at the age of two to three, and then possibly when they're four turning five, they start to go into a, a little school with, with learning programs from an ECD or um, educational center, mm. a play group, well, a little bit more than play group at that stage.
1: Okay, thanks very much for that middle And then there's another issue, Missy. Yeah? <laughs> it comes from 933 Tunas via Andy Sumaya. Andy she Ons moet een Afrikaans Yeah, she had a lot of fun with me. Uh, I think it was on Friday evening when she said to me, uh, we must actually do a bit more Afrikaans programs because last week we had uh, spoken quite a lot of Afrikaans when we had Sheikh Shahid in studio. But until Mayor for that we'll try next time, inshallah. Then an in SMS from 5998 it says, Assalamu alaikum. I am responsible for mentoring and monitoring the grade Rs at our school. I cannot wait to share the information with them. Thanks so much, Meryl. And that comes from Roshana Fisher, uh, Silverstream Primary School. Roshana, very big shukran to you for always participating uh, in the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Now, Meryl, we have about, uh, I think, six minutes. Is there anything else that maybe that you think that we could be sharing Oh, Meryl is making faces at me, and Yasira is <laughs> laughing. Uh, I think it's because I know uh, Meryl as well. Uh, I saw her at our PEC meeting on Thursday, and she was really upset, Yasira. By the way, you, I tell you,
3: I there are certain she times really she fights for ECD. No, she does. <laughs> you know, and I sit and I'm thinking, you know, if they could see Meryl and and what comes inside of her and what comes out when they start to mess with children and the learning, and it's not specifically ECD. I think Meryl is just genuinely like that for any child needs to learn and when that gets disrupted because of policy or you know because of some move or shift I think any person in education should be upset around this because it's a child and it's learning and it should not it's an, it shouldn't be tokenism um, for that That's matter really and true. and that is what's taking place and we forget as a society as a community as a country what this does to children and then at the end of the day we look at Litnum and um, Genometric results But we forget what we've put them through At the beginning Now once a child does not like school It takes more than A couple of weeks of intervention To change that mindset And I think this is what Metal is fighting for And telling everybody all the time The moment we make learning A a place where It's kind of like You have a warden standing in front and, And this and this and this must happen A child is going to withdraw Because developmentally Play is my occupation And I'm not playing Playing. So, there is a disconnect and there's an injustice to learning that takes place every single day when we take what we have for granted and remove that from our children and their lives. Okay, yes, so mm.
1: for that, now we're speaking about the play. I think to latch onto that, I mean, we looked at our earlier SMS where, uh, you know, the listener said uh, in the early days they just had, for example, um, clay boards and all of those. And I think you were saying, Middle off air, you know, one of the challenges with the new curriculum, for example, now is that all those play and exercise. Exercises and, and and all of those things that that almost have been uh, been set aside or been put on the wayside.
2: I think with with practitioners that that aren't getting the correct support and input from an implementation point of view on the methodology of teaching, um, it is crea- creating a divide. But if I may, I just want to pick up a little bit of what you, your Shira, Shira was saying around um, what is happening in ECD. For me. My the alarm bells are screaming because why are we we have a directorate that's been operating in basic education for nearly twenty years. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety four we started this mm-hmm. with the commitment of of the ANC to to uplift our communities, and this is the ideal way to work with parents and young children for the upliftment and sustainability of education in our country. So. It worries me. Yeah, okay,
1: May I say something to do? We've got a call online. Assalamualaikum.
0: Walaikum, salam, read
1: the one. salam, um, um, yes. You're
0: Afrikaans.
1: you free Afrikaans?
0: Okay, I'm to my i to i to i um, uh, West Coast College is daar. Ja. My schoendochter sy met no, no, level 5 Maar nou alle daar as meer van nou volle doen. Ok. van die so kijk daar is twee colleges wat alle nog Maar wat paat die gaan daar, maar alle voor wat alle
1: leren. die, voor die wat
0: government uh, uh, issue dat, so, so college. Ja. Maar... Hallo, alle dikkernieskie na forie.
1: Okay, hulle val nou onder DHET Department of Higher Education and the Training. Uh, maar baie sukran vir die opportunity. Ons sal gou vir meer vra of sy uh, gou vir ons 'n uh, vinnige antwoord rondom daai aangeleentheid kan gee. Shukran. Okay,
0: Shukran. Shukran. alaikum well, well, rahmatullahi
1: well. wa wa Okay, Meryl, uh, you've got the question there. The concern is, and I think we raised it earlier, uh, West Coast College, uh, is offering, you know, uh, this course on level five for ECD practitioners, but now they are being told that the course that they have just done, uh, have completed now is not an acknowledged course.
2: Um, There are various colleges that I've heard um, students complaining that these sort of things are happening. Um, I'm not quite sure what it is. It's about the accreditation of the course, Mm. Mm. that sometimes through the (coughs) qualification framework with the the CETA uh, process, uh, some of the the programs um, don't get accredited. So then it seems to fall off the table. I'm not saying that that is what's happened to them, Mm -hmm. but it could be one of the elements that are impacting on colleges currently. And with them looking at the changeover, there are various colleges that are going to be found to be betwixt and between.
1: And mm-hmm. what they're delivering Okay Meryl Thanks very much for that I'm mean, going to ask Yashira, maybe Just to make a note of that uh, Maybe we could ask uh, You know That Voice of the Cape Follows up You know With West Coast College And determine whether the, In fact these courses That they are offering Are in fact accredited courses Meryl It certainly has been a pleasure Having you in the studios here uh, You know Of the Voice of the Cape And on the program Called Education in Daba uh, Everything of the best And we really want to say a very big thank you Once again For taking out From your time Particularly on a Sunday And I think both Yasira and I I know that you will keep the fight uh, going for ECD. And on that note, a very good evening to you.
2: Thank you very much, Redwan. On, Bye bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. on that note, we break, uh, we're going to go for a quick air break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape.